Hi, this is Christine DiGiacomo, and today's morning briefing is called Look Behind You and Be Encouraged. In the last couple days, Californians got bad news resulting in church and business closures again. Similarly, as more COVID cases were diagnosed, Texas, Arizona, the Carolinas, and several other states tightened up again. Can we talk? It is next to impossible not to feel discouraged. Here's what we know. Remember, in times of darkness, or even when you're tired, start with the things you do know and write those down, such as God is in control. God is good. He did not cause the pandemic. He did not cause the economic downturn or the racial unrest, which suddenly seem to be all rolled together in a tumbleweed of bad news that makes us feel we need to bat away the dark cloud over our heads. So how do we exercise our faith in God to remain strong right now? Making a decision to get my bearings, I thought I would share my mental machinations so that you would be encouraged along with me. So yes, let's talk. While we have the right to be concerned, we do well to look back and remember. I love history, though I was not a history teacher. Nonetheless, let's take a cursory look at the last century or so. While no doubt it was a time of great progress, let us remember some of the immense pain and loss. In 1901, President McKinley was assassinated. The U.S. entered World War I in 1917, pressing 4.7 million men and women into service. The Spanish flu killed millions around the world in 1918, including 675,000 Americans. The Great Depression affected the world. Stock market crashed in 1929. The Dust Bowl of the 30s killed livestock and crops, contributing to the severe economic depression. My dad left Oklahoma for California due to it. Let's not forget World War II, when the Nazis destroyed much of Europe and six million plus Jews were slaughtered. Soon after, the Cold War. A different kind of battle with the freedom of the West matched up against the totalitarianism of Eastern Europe, ending in 1991 with the breaking of the Soviet Union and the stronghold of communism. There was the turbulent 60s, civil rights, President Kennedy and Martin Luther King Jr. assassinated, and the Vietnam War. Friends, in the 20th century alone, the number of Americans who died in battle were 53,402 in World War I, 291,557 in World War II, 33,739 in the Korean War. 47,434 in Vietnam, and 219 in the Gulf War. 
Randomly, then there was the 1906 earthquake in San Francisco when an estimated 3,000 people were killed and half of the city's 400,000 residents were left homeless. Then there was the Titanic, 1912, which killed more than 1,500. At the dawn of the new century, we faced 9-11, where we lost 2,977 people and our sense of security as a nation with the launching of terrorist attacks worldwide. Now, with all of that stated, and many things not listed, such as personal tragedies and trials, people have kept on going. And so we must. But here's the reason. We are not a people without hope. Let's think for a moment and assess where we are. If you are listening to this, you probably slept in a bed last night in freedom without war in your street, had food to eat, water to drink, and clothes to wear. And most importantly, you and I serve a God on the throne. He has not left the building and left us to our own devices. I'm reminded what the prophet Jeremiah, who was in prison, in a city in ruins, stated emphatically, You have made the heavens and the earth by thy great power and by your outstretched arm. Nothing is too difficult for you. Jeremiah 32, verse 17. I'm reminded of how many times God told us not to be afraid in the scripture because he is with us and will not leave us. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Isaiah 41.10 Be strong and of good courage. Do not fear nor be afraid of them, for the Lord your God, he is the one who goes with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. Deuteronomy 3.16 I am writing these verses on 3 by 5 cards carrying with them with me and memorizing them. For he himself has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear. What can man do to me? We must intelligently assess where we are as individuals, not even first as Americans, but as the children of God and yes, I know that there are those outside of the U.S. who are listening or reading this, but the preponderance of those who get this and listen are from the U.S. We've got to remember, nothing is too difficult for God. We must apprehend the truth of and from the Word of God. Memorize it and stand on it. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a strong mind. Paul said that to Timothy, 2 Timothy 1, verse 7. Why do I quote the scripture? This God-inspired book called the Bible was written during a 1,500-year span 
through more than 40 generations by more than 40 different authors from every walk of life. Shepherds, soldiers, prophets, poets, monarchs, scholars, statesmen, masters, servants, tax collectors, fishermen, and tent makers. Its God-breathed words were written in a variety of places, in the wilderness, in a palace, in a dungeon, on a hillside, in a prison, and in exile. It was penned on the continents of Asia, Africa, and Europe, and written in three languages, Hebrew, Aramaic, and Greek. And that is why we stand on it. It is reliable and life-giving. We can stand strong in faith because we serve a God who's in control. He's good. We can trust fully in him.